Hello everyone, it is Wednesday, April 8th, 2020. How are you holding up? I reached down, got the cord, plugged it in, and zap! Every single cockpit light went out. I was in complete darkness. My cousin Lynn is an assistant pastor in Northeast Oklahoma, and he had written a devotional that I thought I would share with you, and he references yours truly in the beginning. He said, you guys holding up okay? I was recently texted this by my cousin John, who is like a big brother to me. I appreciated his concern. I answered, we're doing fine, but somehow his question got my wheels turning. You guys holding up okay? I wrestled with his simple question and concluded, I guess I don't know. You may wonder what I mean, but do any of us really know yet how we are doing? Aren't we all still processing this? Have any of you truly wrapped your mind around the idea of what has taken place and what is on the horizon? We are still waiting to see if this pandemic does what the medical experts say it is going to do. Coupled with that, we are also wondering what the fallout is going to be for our economy, right? In all honesty, aren't we all kind of flying blind right now? To be honest with you, that is not necessarily a bad place to be. As a matter of fact, this might be just the place where God wants us for His divine purpose. Jim Lovell, the famous astronaut and commander of the Apollo 13 mission, was once asked if he had ever faced fear and hopelessness before. He told a story of a night mission over the Sea of Japan in World War II. His radar and homing devices failed. He was flying blind. He radioed his flight chief and got coordinates for the aircraft carrier, but then he lost the radio. Just then he turned on his map light to get his bearings, and the instrument panel went dark. To make matters worse, the aircraft carrier was sailing in blackout mode because of combat conditions. And I said, well, maybe I can go to Japan and maybe find an airfield, just say that I was lost and got an airfield. No. So I made a 180-degree turn, and I said, I'm going to try to find the ship somehow. When all hope seemed lost, he looked down and saw a hazy, phosphorescent trail. Immediately, he knew what it was. But with all the darkness, my eyes got adapted, and I suddenly looked ahead of me on the water, a streak, a long trail, a luminous trail. And I realized that that trail was from a ship's screws churning up the algae in the water, leaving the luminescence of the algae show on the surface. And so I thought, I'd better follow it. He said it was like a long carpet laid out for me, leading me home. Things were bad, and then they got even worse. But that was actually a good thing. Had the instrument panel not gone dark, he would never have seen the path home. Friends, it's okay for us to acknowledge that things are bad, and they more than likely will even get worse. But that might actually get us where God wants us to be. I love what the psalmist says in Psalm 121.1, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. When he says that he looks up to the hills, that's a poetic way of saying that he looked to God. And why did he look to God? Because he needed help. What kind of help? Well, help can come from all sorts of places. For instance, a broken instrument panel, an invisible virus, a tanked economy, things that we might see as a tragedy. Verse 2 goes on to say, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Wow, what a reminder. Our help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth, and can move heaven and earth to help us get to the place He wants us 
home. I finally crashed on the ship, blew both tires, my tail hook caught the last cable, and I came to a screeching halt, climbed down with wobbly legs, started my way down to the ready room. Every so often, God might allow something in our lives to get us back on track, and that is a good thing. So, how are you holding up? Things are tough, aren't they? They might even get tougher. It's okay to acknowledge that, but let's be like Lovell and the psalmist. Let's do some looking around. God might be using the things going on around us to get our attention where it needs to be. That churning that we may be feeling deep in our soul might actually be the path that leads us back to Him. Got down to the ready room, the skipper was there, and he said, Lovell, you fell off the horse tonight. You're going to get right back on. And he signed me up the next night for the next night flight. And that's how I got started. I do have some updates I want to share with you this morning. Um, it's interesting, our, our church's short film, Special Election, has been selected for another film festival. And I can show you a link to that on our Facebook page, maybe later, or on our website. Also, our short film, Archer's Window, is now public. You can go to YouTube and look up Liberty Church Arts Fellowship and watch a short film about hope in trying times. It's called Archer's Window. Also, I got a phone call this week uh, from Second Harvest, based in Maryville. They have more produce than they can handle. A lot of restaurants have closed down, and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of food available. So this week... We're having six pallets of food brought into Liberty Church, and we're gonna distribute produce Friday afternoon from one o'clock till six or whenever the supplies run out, and we wanted you to know about that. If you have any questions, call me. But we have produce that needs to be given out for people in Cosby, and that will be available Friday. I look forward to Easter, celebrating Easter, and sharing some thoughts with you on our podcast about resurrection in the coming days. But I wanted to finish up with Romans 5, verses 6 through 10. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. And we say, Amen.